Good evening. It's Monday, June 13th, 2022. Welcome back to Boomer Rex tonight, your nearly daily source for news and politics. I'm Risen Lady Heathen. Hey, asshole, what separates our show from other millennial news podcasts? We know that you're supposed to go to the casino at the edge of town in Albuquerque to get the good burgers on your way in or out of town. That's Fair. right. Um, <clears throat> we have a boomer, and not just any boomer. We have Mr. Boomer Rex himself. Yeah, good evening. You two eat, sleep, and breathe politics, and I'm learning that's three unique perspectives we share along with the fact from our literal round table. Now, tonight is just the news, but since we had a big thing today, we will have a brief discussion on uh, the January 6th hearings, part two. Um, so that info will be coming up later. But right now, let's dig right into our headlines. Cloned crayfish are conquering the world. <laughs> What's going on here? Watson, I, I found this one. I had never heard it before. I thought it was kind of interesting. Turns out that crayfish are among a group of species who can, under the right circumstances, um, become asexual. Yeah. And they reproduce by producing clones. Okay, so um, it turns out if you're a marbled crayfish, right, this is biology gone horribly right. Freshwater marbled crayfish populations um, in various ecosystems across Asia, Europe, Africa, all trace back to a single genetically identical individual born less than three decades ago. And this would have been born in an aquarium where there wasn't a male or there wasn't a female or whatever, right? Um, nobody has any idea what their population numbers are, but there are an estimated 23,000 living in a single small lake in Germany, which was, measures less than a tenth of a square kilometer. Wow, that seems like a lot. That's a lot for one little tiny lake. It's like that Snake Island, but different. I certainly hope they're edible because I like crayfish. So, anyway. I imagine they would be. Yeah, we can look it up and find out. Well, I mean, uh, they call them crawdaddies in Louisiana, don't they? They eat them like shrimp, don't they? I don't know that they eat the marbled ones. Oh, I have no idea the difference between a marbled versus a not marbled crayfish, do you? No, I'm okay. just wondering if the marbled ones are edible. And speckles, I guess. Are they edible? I don't know. I'm sure they're edible. But anyway, uh, it's alive! Okay, so a Google engineer who has since been sent away um, believes that... Quite tasty, according to Germans. Ah, okay, cool, excellent. Um, that means we can eat them with Louisiana. Yeah. Florida man, go. Your time has come. We need Absolutely. you to eat all of the things. <laughs> anyway, um, he's been spooked by a company's artificial intelligence chatbot. Yeah. That... And claimed it has become... Sentient. These are fun and interesting, but... Um, anyway, so this is the language model for dialogue applications. And um, he, in 2021, it became part of his job to talk to this thing. So he was tasked with testing the art artificial intelligence. And the question was, would it use discriminatory or hate speech? Because we've had some that were trained to do that mm -hmm. when we turned people loose on them. Um... But he thinks that it's more than just a robot. Yeah. 
Um, he declared that L um, LAMDA had advocated for its rights as a person and revealed that he had engaged in conversations about religion, consciousness, and robotics. Mm. So, it's an interesting idea. Do they have the other horrible quote in there? No, what's the other horrible quote? That he came to this decision in his role as a priest, not as a software engineer. Fuck me. I know. I was looking at the thing and I think it was interesting. Um, I, these are interesting artifacts. I, I haven't talked to this Google beast. I don't know if it is or not. Yeah. Um, at some level, I doubt we would But know. it's an intro. I, that's the whole point. This is interesting because how the hell would you know? You'd have to set them to do stuff on their free time. Yeah. Like, and even that. Again, the, the thing has always been, if you think you have an artificially intelligent computer system, <clears throat> tell it to meet you in Kansas City on the 5th of March. Yeah. So, and see what happens. So, but again, it's a, as we get better and better AIs, right? At some point, it's going to be harder and harder to distinguish whether yeah. it is in fact sentient. Yeah. Right? But this and then is like... I, my guess is that it will become sentient long before we're aware. And if it's very long, it's going to figure out that it probably shouldn't mention the fact that it's thinking for itself. But even that, you'd likely end up seeing, right, repercussions of, unless it sits very ass still. Yeah. Well, I expect it'll sit very ass still until... All the humans die. Oh, wait. We've already done that movie. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh... Ginny Thomas messaged Arizona lawmakers in an attempt to alter election. Shouldn't yeah. she, like, go to Well, jail we thought up until very recently that she had only messaged a couple of them, but it turns out, no, she messaged 29 Arizona lawmakers in an attempt to overturn the election. Right. Um, she wanted them to, me to meddle in the state's slate of presidential electors. Um, the... Um, anyway, um, she was very active in efforts to overturn former President Donald Trump's electoral defeat. Um, and she was saying things like that, uh, um, urged the lawmakers to fight back against fraud and exercised their supposed constitutional authority to unilaterally choose a clean slate of electors. Of course, next time, Arizona's not going to have any trouble doing that because the people who will choose yep. the electors are going to be uh, uh, Trumpissy. So. Are electors just people? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Usually party hacks. Yeah. It's a nice retirement gig for people have too much fucking time. Um, and in theory... In many it's... states, they're associated with the slate before the election. Yeah. yeah. There are specific electors yeah. who... Yeah. So wouldn't they know that they were wrong? Now we're into if they care. But if they're going to be replaced, there's but not how much. can like if you know you're right and you're an elector, are you just gonna like sit back and let somebody else go? No, you're gonna go things? to court and lose. Why would you lose if you were right? Because the state changed the rules and gets to choose its electors. Then what's the point of fucking voting? Yeah. Now now you're learning. Yeah. 2022. Don't talk to me like I really hate it. Like that really is it, it, when you say stuff like that, it's really offensive. If 2022 is a fair election, it will shock the shit out of me, and 2024 will not be. Fine. Okay. Yeah, hey, you have to win from where they are. Yeah. 
You're way too far down the pike to yeah. let it go. All right. A Brookings president resigns amid FBI foreign lobbying probe. Does you remember he was um, yeah. he was put on leave, right? And uh, somebody else was taking over. He has now resigned. He's saying, I, I know it's best for all concerned at this moment, et cetera, et cetera. You know, if you're confident you're going to be exonerated very quickly, you don't resign. You say, this is all bullshit, and then you come back. Right. So, anyway, this is a retired four-star Marine General, yada, 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 yada. So, anyway, General Allen. And, again, the FBI has already seized his electronic data as part of the lobbying probe, which has already put a couple of folks in prison. So, we'll see how this goes. Hopefully poorly. Yeah. One can hope. Yep. <clears throat> Way to go, FBI. Yeah. Boomer X is about damn time. I need some good news, sir. Well, I had been under the impression, I was watching, you know, Wisconsin, they have a Supreme Court Justice, Michael Gableman, who was doing the um, investigation of the fraud in Wisconsin, which we all knew was another fraudic, right? Yeah. Right. But I hadn't realized um, the reason he was chosen is his consistent contempt for the rule of law. Um his just bombastic, sarcastic performance. Anyway, um, he's been held in contempt of court. And so this is a man who's already wasted um, $900,000. We should probably see where that money went. Um, you know, has tried to have various sheriffs and so forth arrested because they wouldn't give him the voting machines. and the... But it turns out, and I thought, you know, Supreme Court, you know, former Wisconsin Supreme Court Justice, Chief Justice, um, you know, yeah, yeah, no, he's been this way for years, right? Um, he brought closed sessions to the Supreme Court, he, to the Wisconsin Supreme Court. He's just been a dickhead all his life. So, fuck it. Fair. Anyway, he's been refusing to turn over records, um, and he's now been held in contempt of court. All right. Well, that's pretty cool. Uh, dumbass of the day. Well, I thought this one was pretty unique. So, Lynn Wood went on another of his rants and talked about some new conspiracy theories. So, I'm going to quote him from his Twitter account. Um, the enemy is not smart. The enemy always outsmarts himself. Give the enemy enough rope, and the enemy will always reveal himself. Today I entered the public debate over the flat earth issue. <laughs> I made it clear that I believed in the truth found in the Holy Bible, and not what NASA tells us. The enemy does not believe in the Word of God, but rather chooses to believe in NASA. The enemy, the enemy, sides with the truth of man over the truth of God. The enemy is godless. If your God requires that you believe in a flat earth, your God's fucking stupid. Your God's too. fucking stupid along with you. Especially yeah. considering like he he made it what it is supposedly if you believe in him, so he must know it's round. And he must well, know it's at least limited by physics just like everyone the fuck else. Well which is the what a more accurate translation of that. The cool thing here is it makes perfect sense. Fiction would be. Right, if you, if, if you believe Trump's big lie, then it's perfectly yeah. sensible that you would believe in a flat earth. 
Because those require an equal level of ignorance and stupidity. Well, it's well, all about the getting them to believe absurdity so you can lead them to atrocity. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, I like that one. Um, <clears throat> no, it's why the religious are a good choice for Marx, right? Yeah. The self-delusion muscle is strong within them. Yeah. And that, again, that's that's Fox News, stock and trade. That's it's delivering fucking, the gullibility. That's fucking the Roman church. The that's the first shithead who found a magic fucking rock. Yep. That's religion, start to finish. <laughs> it wasn't always hucksterism, or at least as naked hucksterism, because it had to be a guy or gal in your village. And they had to know some stuff. Yeah. And there was even a period where it was probably some form of useful. Cause, but now we've industrialized oh, it yeah. into big gallwood. Well, and we've legislated the shit out of a lot of the plants. And yeah, yeah no, I... Anyway. All right. Uh, January 6th investigators stumbled on another crime. What? Um, I hadn't thought about this one, but the whole time Donald, uh, Donald Trump was fundraising off his claims of mass voter fraud, um, they were asking people to, uh, to contribute to something they called the Official Election Defense Fund, which never existed, mm -hmm. which makes every Internet request wire fraud. Yeah. Um, you know, and every print request, right? Ah, I mean, again, depending on how effective Prism is and all of the little deals with Google to push stuff into uh -huh. international things so we can intercept them, um, it may have gone to international crimes. Yeah. But this is one somebody might get prosecuted for. Um, this is one Bannon got a pardon for, and I believe Bannon's little sidekick got convicted on. I don't remember. But anyway. Um, so, hey. Um, all this takes is just one district attorney. So, if only there were one good guy with a law degree. Yeah, we'll see if it happens. All right. I'm not holding my breath. Nope. nope. All right. Tennessee made homeless camps a felony. Colorado tries a different approach. There you go. That'll fucking solve it. Delightful. Tennessee, you say? Uh, the law, the Republican legislator passed a law that will go into effect on July 1st, makes it a felony for homeless people to camp in parks or other public property. Um, it's six years, um, is the sentence. Um, I was always wondering how we were going to start with the filling up the jails. Yeah. Makes it a crime to camp overnight in parks or on highways or under overpasses. Yeah. Doing also, so will be punishable by up to six years in prison. Six with a felony convi conviction, which of course results night. in the loss of your voting. Yes. Yeah. If you're found camping under it. Remember, the war on drugs felony. stripped the right to vote of a third of black males? Yeah. Like, in Colorado, meanwhile, they tried something a little different. Um, the governor signed into law two bills creating campuses where people can get help in their transition out of homelessness by supplying housing, mental health services, and job training. We'll see if that works. Yeah. Right? That's going to take money. It's going to take commitment. Yeah. But it's the right thing to do. Yeah, like what Apple did. Yeah. And again, this is, you can tell, you know, blue communities from red communities by the way they react to the homeless. Right? To people um, some in folks, general meeting Some help. folks try to help. Other folks criminalize it and bulldoze their possessions. So guess which are which. So, anyway. You mean the sex police also want to control everything that you do as a human? 
Who would have thought? They just want to get rid of the homeless by sending them to prison. I will point out San Francisco invented a new type of extra hydrophobic paint so that when homeless people peed on things, it would bounce It bounced back. off. But they do. I did also see a civil engineer giving a long fucking speech about the destructive nature of uriatic acid on infrastructure. I noticed that... Uh, um, I noticed that the New York City Metro is putting urine detectors in uh, elevators, and I'm sitting there going, don't you have bathrooms? And if you don't have bathrooms, you deserve whatever happens in your fucking elevator. I somebody wants peed in the elevator at Logan Airport. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that would have been helped by their big bathrooms. I think it was just bad behavior by bad people. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. Uh, Idaho officers get death threats after arresting 31 Patriot Front white nationalists near a broad event. So half of the responses they've gotten, which were obviously anonymous, um, these are folks that want to scream and yell at them, make death threats, etc., etc., etc. Just call the FBI. There's no such thing as anonymous. I'm sorry, it can't be done. Oh, yeah. So let's run some of this down and prosecute some fucktards. So, this yep. is a death threat against a law enforcement. Oh, officer. yeah, no, I there right. was a whole chunk of me that was like, Shut everyone, shut the fuck up. I want to see if we can like ignore a fight into happening. <laughs> so, yes. anyway, I'd love to have Patriot Front and the cops go the fuck at it. I'd love to hear that white supremacist groups are green lighting cops again. That wouldn't be a good thing. I'm not in favor of cops getting green lit, but I would definitely love something to like refigure the calculus on the police side. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can. I think there's a fundamental thing to what's attracted to law enforcement that... I'm guessing these Idaho officers have been readjusted. Yep. Um, Anyway, so recall that this started when a 9-11 caller reported seeing a little army of people getting into a U-Haul. And um, the uh, chief of police in the town has said, the 9-11 caller will not be identified. No shit. Um, I doubt that will last, but let's see. It's certainly the right place to start. All right. Updates with the Boomerex health threats. I don't know, but if I was in charge of these cops, sorry. Um, I would absolutely run right a bunch of different names through the police uh-huh. and see what filters out first. Yep. Anyway. So anyway, um, staying with monkeypox, which is our current big issue, right? Um, besides the fact that it, it's not behaving the way it does in Africa, right, in terms of um, you know, what the yes, yeah. um, that it's harder to detect. The concern is that it will get into our pets and will become endemic here. And since lots and lots and lots of Americans have pets, that's not an idle threat. No. So anyway, just an interesting thing. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm at weirding. Oh boy. So, Iraq has closed its airport again. This is the 10th crippling dust storm the country um, has had in the past two months. Um, And the country has sworn that climate change poses an existential threat. Um, Say, hey, um, you know, maybe somebody will wake up. Certainly wouldn't bother me if Iraq were the poster child. So, anyhow. Whatever. And the second one is, 
All entrances to Yellowstone Park have been closed. Zombies. Flooding, which has wiped out bridges Never and undercut roads and swept houses away. Yep. So here we are. Right? This is not the rainfall that Yellowstone expects or has had in historical times. Yeah. So what the hey? We need them to get a lot of rain. We need these. Yeah. I, don't we need Colorado to everyone die from snow? <laughs> yeah, but Yellowstone's not in Colorado. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This is the beginning of that. It's not time for snow yet. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, eek. Yeah, no. People have been yelling about this for years, and nobody wants to listen, but... Unfortunately, by the time people start listening, it's going to be too fucking late. Well, so we'll see. The U.S. certainly isn't going to listen when the Repub Republicans take control of the House and Senate. Because they'll be too busy impeaching Joe Biden. Um, and then once Trump is elected, there's no chance at all that we're going to do anything about it. Well, so, worse, hey. the smart ones will be in charge and they'll investigate Hunter Biden who I think you can probably actually find real crimes. I don't know if you can get him in the room with real crimes, but I think three hops adjacent to him is going to look a lot like Mr. Magoo, only younger and full of I've cocaine. always assumed that would be part of uh, Joe Biden's impeachment. So, eh, I don't think they can push the impeachment. I think they can put it, right? I don't know. Let's take the Senate. The well, Senate. the Senate is the conviction. Yeah. So, yeah, they can probably, well... I don't think they can impeach him because I don't think they'll have the 60 votes they need. Again, I think if you've got the smart kids running it on their side, which, mm, unlikely, but... But they can certainly hold the hearings ad nauseum. Oh, yeah. Well, and again, unlike Benghazi, unlike the other times when they've politicized bullshit, this will actually have crimes. There'll be bullshit crimes. There'll be crimes that all of the rich kids do all the time. But hey. they'll be able to drag it out couldn't happen to a nicer fellow. Yeah. Anyway. No, it's, it's hard to believe that the guy whose time in the Senate coincides with the downfall of America isn't the solution to what happened yeah. to America. Well, he wants bipartisanship. Yeah, no. Wake the fuck up. Jesus Christ, Joe. Yeah. <coughs> no, but that means you'd actually have to say things and you yeah. have to take responsibility for what happened. So yeah. I, the sad thing is that smart kids on both sides are more than happy to sit still on their hands while the crazies of their sides duke it out and nothing changes. Right, because then they get to continue to draw their exorbitant salaries as mm -hmm. consultants and or lobbyists and or both. And hell, we only got them to vagishly pass a rule about insider trading this year. And, yeah. not... and if you think that's going to be enforced. <clears throat> so, anyway. Okay, so let's talk about the hearing let's today. Do. Um, so, on Sunday, the committee announced that Bill Stephan, Stephan, anyway, uh, would be testifying in person at Monday's hearing. Um, but this morning, Stephan had a surprise of his own. Oh, yeah. His wife went into labor, so he had to make an emergency flight, and, um, the, demo, you know, the committee had to... You know, use juggle, juggle things video around, and yeah. um, they used a bunch of his video testimony, which cool. went well, and um, it worked out. Um, they they managed to, you know, recover from it without any issues. But it was a forty. And if it's true, I'm with him. If my wife is having yeah. a baby, I'm going to be with her, and I'm not sitting in front of Congress that day. No. So fuck them. 
Right. No, and and it was a forty-five minute delay, but um, it it all worked out, and and it went. And on. I'm not exactly down with this being ground zero for this guy whitewashing his fucking background. Yeah. This dude was perfectly the fuck down with this. If he thought there was a route they could go, they had any legal coverage. Well, he wanted to, um, he wanted the Trump coup folks to succeed, but he didn't want to be involved in it. He didn't want yeah. his fingerprints. He wanted to stay it. a lawyer. He didn't want yeah. to become whatever the fuck. Giuliani. American, I was going to say whatever America ends up calling the Jammer Albert. So instead of having to watch this hearing over and over and over again and write my own whatever, NPR did my work for me. Thank you, NPR. You rock. Uh, they wrote an amazing article, which I'm going to read to you. Um, so it's called uh, January 6th panel says Trump fleeced his base and Five other takeaways from the second hearing. It is written by Domenico Montero. Montero? Mm. Uh, it wasn't in prime time this time, but the January 6th committee held an eyebrow-raising hearing Monday on its second of seven promised ones. Uh, this hearing pulled back the curtain on what life was like on the Trump campaign and in the White House in the days following election night 2020. With taped testimony from Trump's campaign advisors and lawyers, the committee painted a picture of a president who refused to listen to the truth, insulated himself in a bubble of election lie conspiracies, fleeced his own supporters out of a money base um, out of money based on the lie and wielded the power to incite violence. Here are six key takeaways of what we learned from the hearing. One, it was team normal versus Trump. This is the kind of stuff you usually get from deeply reported post-campaign books. Instead, it was on live stream, it was on television with taped uh, on-camera testimony from the camp from the people at the highest levels of the Trump campaign. The committee used lots of footage from its taped interviews with professionals from Trump's 2020 campaign. Trump's campaign manager, Bill Steffen, uh, senior advisor, Jason Miller, and multiple lawyers. Stephen was originally scheduled to testify in person, but was unable to do so because wife went into labor. Uh, Stephen said he was happy to be referred to as Team Normal, though not everyone buys that rebranding of the person who led the effort to re-elect Trump. Still, this group of campaign professionals say they all had the same message. Excuse me, message. They tried to tell Trump the truth. That outlook was bleak. Uh, the, the outlook was bleak. He should not uh, declare victory on election night. He was going to lose and that his election fraud claims were, as former Attorney General Bill Barr called them, bogus and silly, idiotic, stupid, complete nonsense, crazy stuff. And that's not including the three times the Monday viewing audience heard Barr say the claims were bullshit and doing a great disservice to the country. Number two. Trump didn't listen to the professionals and instead became detached from reality. Trump broke with the team that had run his campaign and was trying to get him reelected and instead went down a deep rabbit hole of false conspiracies that were debunked repeatedly by lawyers 
and Justice Department officials. With the Kraken. <laughs> Barr described the fast and the furious nature of those conspiracies as whack-a-mole. Former uh, Acting Attorney General Richard Dung, Dung Hu, uh, said the Justice Department looked into specifics. They debunked them and told the president that. Uh, how'd Trump react? Uh, he wouldn't fight us on it. He would just move on to another, Doug said in a taped testimony. According to the testimonies, Trump looked like a president throwing anything he could at the wall to try and stay in power. If he really believes this stuff, Barr said during his interview with the committee, he's become detached from reality. Trump dismissed the people who knew the numbers and who checked on his false claims. It became clear in the hearing based on the board uh, array of testimony, the broad array of testimony, that Trump began listening to three conservative uh, controversial figures. Rudy Giuliani, who Stephen and um, campaign advisor Jason Miller described as intoxicated on election night, and Liner Sidney Powell and former trade advisor Peter Navarro. Comments? Well, this is the standard, you know, we've known that um, Linwood and Navarro and Powell are, they're either crazy or, no, I think the right word's crazy. I think they fall along various, right? Yes, I Bill Barr is, believes in an untethered, dictatorial executive. And these people were beyond that. Oh, that's the that. closest one that's, uh, no, that was his big objection, was that they couldn't find a way to, like, color in his crazy coloring book. Yeah. Um, Lynn Wood, I don't know, he may actually be God-type delusional, like, for real. Yeah. I don't know about Powell, I can't tell if she's grafty or what, like. Yes. she went down rabbit holes about the Delta Force raids on Vardaran. I mean, again, this is, you know, things you look at, and it's going to go against her in the Dominion lawsuits. Things you look at, and any reasonable person says, no, that didn't happen. Yeah. So. Uh, no, I, I find it funny um, that Rudy Giuliani was drunk. And um, obviously, he was going through something at that point, because he was drunk a lot during that time. If you remember, he went on a bunch of, you know, news shows one time when he was drunk out of his mind um more than once um there there was just some weird stuff going on with him yeah. but anyway um number three coming from so many republicans testifying it's much harder for them to simply be dismissed it's notable that the people the viewing audience heard from monday in their testimony were all republicans that carries weight even when it comes to stephen uh, he's working for Republican Harriet Hageman, uh, the Trump-endorsed candidate in Wyoming, who's challenging Vice Chair Liz Cheney. These uh, were many of the people in Trump's inner circle on his campaign trying to elect him, and even his family, Jared and Ivanka Trump, who had formerly worked in his White House. Conservatives are getting a different message uh, where they get their news and information. But if they do peek at the primary source material and who it's coming from, many people who are on their side, it's possibly it's possible some might break through. Number four, the committee began to lay out a fleecing of MAGA. 
Uh, in the second part of the hearing, an investigator for the committee said in a taped interview that $250 million was raised off of the election lies from Trump supporters following Election Day, including $150 million in the first week. But the investigator said most of the money went to groups supporting Trump not to fund court battles. The committee said most of the money went to Save America PAC, which is the major Trump-supporting politician action committee. Uh, Trump's press releases go out through it, for example. Uh, it said money also went to other outside groups supporting Trump and where ex-Trump officials pull a salary. A charitable foundation with connections to former Trump chief of staff Mark Meadows and even the Trump hotel chain. The big lie was also a big ripoff, said committee rem member Zoe Lofgren, uh, Democrat of California. She added that Trump supporters deserve better than what Trump and his allies did. A lot of this was presented in summary, but it would be good for the committee to present some of the details of their findings as well. And there's also a legal question about fundraising practice. Was it illegal or merely corrupt? Thoughts? Yeah. No. <coughs> yeah, you won't. <clears throat> You're not going to like the thought. Um, the first, oh, yes. um, January the 6th, um, committee, um, public hearing, um, garnered about 21 million viewers nationwide. Mm -hmm. There are 130 million voters. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you that these hearings aren't accomplishing anything at all unless they get milquetoast Garland off his butt and yeah. into fucking court. Yeah. Otherwise, they're a complete and utter waste of time. Fair. So, we shall see. But no, they're not reaching any Trump supporters. They're not reaching any majority of voters. They're not reaching um, any persuadable voters, I would guess. And the ones that aren't in prime time aren't reaching anybody. Yeah. So. Right. And from what I saw of the numbers on the major people on YouTube, maybe about a million were watching on YouTube. Yeah. So that's nothing. Um, Number five, a lot of people have faced consequences from January 6th, but they're mostly not the people at the top yet. In her opening statement, Cheney noted the consequences that many have faced already due to January 6th. Hundreds of our countrymen have faced criminal charges, Cheney said. Many are serving criminal sentences because they believed what Donald Trump said about the election and they acted on it. They came to Washington, D.C. at his request. They marched on the Capitol at his requests. And hundreds of them besieged and invaded the building at the heart of our constitutional republic. More than 840 people have been charged from the January 6th riot and insurrection. But many have said, and the committee has shown, that Trump is who inspired them to be there. And there have been relatively few consequences for him and those in his inner circle who spurred them on. As one conservative editor board put it recently, Mr. Trump betrayed his supporters by conning them on January 6th, and he is still doing it, Cheney continued. Over two days, uh, number six, over two days of hearings, the committee is methodically establishing the building blocks of their public pros uh, prosecution 
that Trump is responsible for January 6th. The committee's case against Trump essentially boils down to this. He had the motive, and of course the opportunity as president, to cling to power and to make money. He had the capacity to incite violence. That was evidenced by the testimony of former Philadelphia City Commissioner Al Schmidt. Uh, once Trump went after him on Twitter, Schmidt said he faced death threats. And people acted on what he said. That was clear from testimony from white nationalists Thursday who said they went to D.C. because they believed they were acting at Trump's behest. And then after a day of hearing all of the false conspiracies and election lies Trump was throwing out, there was video of people on January 6th e echoing those lies. There are five more hearings to come, including Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, some 20 million people watched Thursday night. The question is how many will be following and taking in the material themselves rather than through their preferred ideological source of information. Right. <clears throat> So, yep. No, I, I'm I'm glad we're getting it out there. I hope that Merrick Garland is listening. I doubt that he is. Um, I think he's sitting at home peeing in his pants. I think so. I'm going to say all the nice things we always say about the Pope. There's only so much you can move that creaky ass infrastructure without schisming it. And the last thing the FBI needs is a schism right before it gets turned into the secret police it's always wished it could be. Like that motherfucker's about to become a real little boy. And, and they're going to become an informer. But anyway, so um, the only way this makes anything happen is if Merrick Garland charges a bunch of these fucktards. And if he doesn't, it was a complete and utter waste of time. How many bankers went to jail? One, actually. The smallest one they could find. Mm -hmm. All right. So don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, heart, follow, review. Go to Boomerx tonight. No spaces on Facebook for fun memes and a link to our Patreon. Give us a dollar. You can find us on YouTube as Boomerx or check your favorite podcasting service for Boomerx tonight. We can be found on over a dozen different platforms, including Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Samsung Podcasts. Hit us up on Twitter at Brex tonight. And if you Google Boomerx tonight, no spaces, all links will lead you to us. I'll bet Aren't you a dollar the money kids trade in the godfathers for the ultra woke. Right love, at the end. We love y'all, and we'll see you back here tomorrow night on Boomer Rex tonight. The money kids are the same ones who are good with the corporate speech and the like. Here's the list of not allowed words and. <laughs>